It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Dating Kinda Sucks. Uh, this one is another episode from The Vault as Sarah has been extremely busy, and I don't want to record without her. So here we are. This one comes from February of 2020, and is all about a very important topic that is still just as relevant today, love bombing. So enjoy the show, and we'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. Thank you. Even if I met somebody that we hadn't even really started dating yet, I would I would really start to give them a lot of attention and a lot of compliments and a lot of support. And so when I was thinking about love bombing, I was thinking, Am I doing this? Like, is that is that what I'm doing? Am I am I a problem? Whether you're Married or single or poly or ace Or hanging out with swingers back at your place Listen to us as we get no fun On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks Trying and trying and having no luck Because we all know Dating kinda sucks Hey there and welcome to another episode of Dating Kinda Sucks A show where we manage to piss people off Help people with their dating lives And then piss people off again I'm Sarah, the girl who has made dating in Nashville part of my personal brand, and I'm joined by my loudmouth co-host who, for the most part, approaches problems with solid reasoning and rationale. This week, we'll be talking about love that really ends up fucking you up, and not in a good way. We're talking about love bombing, and because there's such a fine line between what signifies as love bombing and what counts as romantic gestures, we'll be breaking down this term and all the things to look out for. But first... Adam, do you feel? Can you feel the love in the air? <laughs> Are you feeling? Wait, you couldn't. You couldn't stick with it. You had to. You had this. <laughs> you started singing, then it's like, can, can you, feel? you feel the love? To- I'm like, there's wait, no love tonight, but let's roll it back to loudmouth co-host. What is that all about? You're. I think you go on a lot more. I mean, I'm pretty fucking loudmouth too, but I don't know. I would say I'm the quiet voice of reason in most the cu- cases. <laughs> oh, the quiet voice of reason. You don't agree? Okay, fine. <laughs> Depends on the day. I guess it's the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Too. That's true. It's fine. I've, I've been on a tear. You know, I've, I've banned like three people from the uh, Facebook group recently just because they annoyed really? me. Yeah, they just. Oh, you know, see, there you go. With all these yeah, I know. I know. They just rationale. like. They were getting shitty. They were just kind of getting shitty in the way that they were talking, and and I would like I warned them, and then they were, they like scoffed at the warning. So I was like, oh, okay, bye. You know, that's really all it takes. You know, I'm like, hey, 
keep your tone down a little bit. Oh, you're such a badass. And I was like, all right, well, then you're not in the group anymore. You know, it's, is it really that hard just to be, you know, respectful? Yes, yes. Did you not know that that is a challenge for a lot of people, hence this podcast? That's true. That is an excellent, <laughs> excellent point. So many people are just fucking terrible. Um, but speaking of not fucking terrible people, are you going on a date? Um, well... Since uh, this weekend is Valentine's Day, no, I'm not. I'm not going to any Valentine's Day. Not, not no right now. No parties? No anything? Well, it is the Nude Night Art Show, which if you are in Orlando, you should come out. That's Nude Night. Night is spelled N-I-T-E. NudeNight.com. And you can buy tickets. Um, it's a pop-up art show about uh, sexuality and nudity and all of that. And it's really cool. I, uh, for the third or fourth year in a row now, I've had one of my uh, photography pieces have been chosen to be exhibited there. So I will be there. Oh, so you have another piece this year? Yes. So I'm, I'm excited what about that. What is it? What is it? It's a piece of art. What do you mean? Can you give us a clue of what kind, what it looks like? Because I, mean, I know the one it's that nude. you nude. <laughs> okay. Well, I know the one that you had that it was like the side of your body on a bed. Yeah, I did have one from um, like three years ago. That was yeah. I called it Big Gorilla Little Spoon, and it was uh, it was yeah. It was just the side of my body uh, <laughs> naked in bed that I took myself with a selfie stick, which is really hard. The, um, <laughs> I bet, yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. big gorilla, little spoon. That's what you titled it. Yeah, uh, I see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just uh, that's what because where I was laying on the bed, I was kind of in the little spoon place because I was off on the right side of it, you know. So we we're like, you'd have to have someone behind me. Gotcha. Um, and then I had a piece last year that was um, a piece about body autonomy that had uh, four uh, four models for me with balloons all in front of their faces, and then. Um, this year is a model um, that I just first time I ever shot with her, and it's just um, it's the side of her uh, side of her body. She has a Bible verse written on the side of her body, and it's lit pretty well. And it's, it's just, I call it holy vessel. Oh, and, um, like tattoo on the side of her body, or like yeah. oh okay, yeah, yeah and it's, it's I think uh, it's nice. It's not to be honest. It's it's not my favorite piece that I've submitted, and uh, the one that got submitted. It was, I'm glad they accepted it, but I had another one I thought was going to get submitted, but oh well, uh, that was going to get accepted. Um, so I'll be there. I'll be there. It's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I'm going to go tomorrow, uh, since we're recording this on Wednesday night right now, on February 12th. I will record. I'll be. I'll be there uh, Thursday to see the show and everything. Just kind of see how it goes. Friday is Valentine's Day, so I'm going to go there for a little bit, and then I'm meeting two friends of mine. They are coming out to see the show, and then I'm going with both of them to um, to Parliament House for Valentine's Day. Heck yeah. So we're going to go to the drag club for Valentine's Day. I figured that would be a lot of fun. And then yeah. Saturday I'll be there. So that's my Valentine's Day plans. Um, I do have a tentative date planned for next week, though. Okay. So that was um, someone who was a Lyft passenger of mine recently. Yeah. Yeah. We um, we hit it off pretty well. I picked her up at work and drove her home. And it was like a 25-minute drive. So we just got along pretty well. And she followed me on Instagram, and we were kind of DMing back and forth. And I said, uh, maybe we can, you know, meet up and have a drink sometime. And she replied back and said, I'd love to. Just let me know when you're available. Did you and drive her to her house? Is what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. What? No, I guess. I guess that's always one thing I worry about Lyft in general, though. Is like when people drive me back to my place, I'm like, I don't really want you to know where I live. But yeah, it's I mean, different, I guess, when it was a good conversation. But even then, I still feel uneasy about that. 
there's a bit of a risk with that. I guess if someone really wanted to, you know, find out, but people don't always have to put their own address in. They can always put a neighboring address. They can always put the name of the main complex where they live or something like that. You know, there's going to be a lot of apartments and everything as well. That's true. And in, in those situations, I would say that um, sometimes the, you know, the, uh, I think people get out of the car and then I drive off and I can see them like out of the corner of my eye as I'm driving off. They'll walk to a different house than where I drop them off. Oh. So yeah. that's their way of maybe being a little safe. But, yeah, no, we, we got along really well. And so we, I, I told her, let me know when she's available. And we're going to schedule a uh, maybe a, a date, go out and have a drink or two. And I'll probably offer, honestly, to pick her up. Because so <laughs> you she know where she lives. Well, not just that, but I, knew, I well, actually, I have no idea where she lives. Because that was, you know, last week. And I've probably driven 30 people since then. So I don't remember where she lives. I know the general area. But I also know she doesn't have a car. So I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, I might as well offer so she doesn't have to worry about paying for an actual lift or anything. So I guess it's not like you're meeting the fir- for the first time either. Because, you know, we've always talked about don't get in his car on the first date and meet at a safe spot and have an escape plan. If- right, right. That's yeah. always a consideration. Hopefully uh, this actually is a little different because we have met and spent, you know, a decent amount of time. Okay. 20, 20 30 minutes talking. That's that's next week. That'll be uh, we'll see how it goes. It'll be fun. Cool. Mhm. Mhm. What about you? You have a date scheduled, don't you? I have a date this Friday on Valentine's Day, and everyone thinks I like it's a how bad every idea. time we have rules and that we're like, I don't ne- do this, never do this, etc. Well, you I just always are like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to do it anyways. Fuck the rules. Well, I don't know. I just think it's one. It's the only free night I really have. Okay. In a while. And he was like, well, can you do Thursday? No. Can you do Wednesday? No. So it's really the only free night that I have for one. For two, it's a Friday night. And like the date is irrelevant to me. The date of it being Valentine's right. Day. So where, where are you going? <laughs> Great. I'm going out to dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Did you guys make reservations? Because you know it's going to be ridiculous trying it's to get... It's just like a really casual pizza place. Nothing crazy. Uh-huh. You, I can't believe you're going to dinner on Valentine's well, he Day was like, on a first we... fucking date. He was like, well, we could do coffee or we could go to this pizza place. And I was like, the pizza place is chill. What the fuck is ahead a, of me? Is this a hinge person? Yeah, this is on hinge. Okay. But we've been ta- he asked me out yesterday and we've been talking ever since and it's been it's been like good conversation and he's well the other thing is too he's listened to the most recent episodes like the last 3 I think okay. so which I like and hate at the same time because I always feel like that when they listen they get an upper hand not that there's an upper hand to be had but you know what I mean of they've heard me talk about certain things and be really intimate with my life I guess and I really go in knowing nothing about them or how they sound or whatever. But he was like, I'm going to stop listening because that's a good point. He brought it up. He was like, ooh, that that doesn't, you know, that that thought crossed my mind that maybe I shouldn't keep listening. So he doesn't want to, like, pressure me to talk about things or, like, he doesn't want to, like, press more on things that he could find out on the podcast and wait to just get to know me in person. So that was cool. Um, Really? You know, it's funny because I am the exact opposite. I would prefer... To have someone who listened to every episode of the entire podcast and knows everything. Before you meet them? Yeah, because then they already know like all, all the shit that I don't have to repeat myself. I don't have to like, no, but- say, oh, did you hear this story? They've heard all that stuff, so now we can just talk about new things. Like, I would much prefer that every single time. But I like talking. I don't, I don't know what 
would potentially be talked about that I've talked about on the podcast months ago, though. I don't know, like little things here and there, maybe. But I also like you, I brain dump right after an episode as well. Of Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Oh, I forgot about that. I don't know. I, I just it's more of the personal stories of I've slept with X amount of people. And I, you know, those things that I would prefer to not. I mean, it's out there. So I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's, it'd be funny for like if I go on this date with, you know, next week and she listened to the last couple of episodes and heard that I pulled a muscle in my thigh jerking off the other day. Like and if she finds that funny, then that's like a good sign. If it's something that like already she's like, if she's upset or offended by that, then, you know, that's not going to work. So like, I feel like it, it's a good screening tool as well. It is, but I don't know. I feel like. Well, at least in my case, a lot of people have just used that as the crutch for the entire conversation on the date. Because they, oh, okay. they don't they, they have nothing else to say, but like, oh, I love that when you talked about that and when you talked about that. And in my head, I'm thinking, um, well, that was two months ago. And can we talk about something else? So anyways, yeah, maybe your ego is not as bad as mine, because I just love when people are like. Hey, I, I loved I what you said about it. this. I love I what know. you said about this. And they just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want the date to be all about me. I get oh, it. I'm, I'm like, great. I'm like, but I, yes, let's keep talking about me. No, I don't know. I really want to learn about them and I want them to ask more intriguing questions than anything related to the podcast. Cause I think that's public knowledge to a certain degree that I'd rather sure. you ask me about things that I'm really passionate about that I don't always talk about on here. I don't know something related to travel. Like I can have really great conversations in those topics instead of talking about dating and like my side hustle shit. So, right, right. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't think a date on Valentine's Day is the worst thing ever. I've done it before and it wasn't great, but it's, right. al- it's also was just, that last year. No, this no. was two years ago and it was, a, it wasn't okay. a first date. I think it was a second date, but the connection wasn't there. And then I don't know. He was just being, he was really weird. And I was very disappointed that I was like, my Valentine's Day is shit now, but I don't wasn't know. It right it's before just a, we started recording the podcast. It really was. This is right before we started recording. Yeah, I wonder if you talking or complaining about it on uh, on social media was the uh, the impetus for us talking about creating a podcast in the first place. Might have been, but regardless, I don't know. Yeah, regardless, I've actually received a couple messages from people though that I know personally. Um, they DM me on Instagram, and both of them are married, and they went out with their spouses on Valentine's Day as a first date, and they didn't even think the one couple didn't even think about it because they just didn't fucking care. And then the other one, you're eye rolling so hard. And then the other one, um, they were like friends for a really long time and they both were free that night. So whatever. So they were like, it doesn't really matter. Like I'm still with my person and our first date was on Valentine's Day. So just saying. It's not that it really, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's just a fucking day. It's just, I mean, it's just a date, but it's just the fact, especially going out to dinner, it's just, you're almost like surrounded by it. So that's the, that's the kind of the obnoxious thing in my my opinion, you know? I get that. But I think a lot of people on Valentine's Day they're overly lovey-dovey or they have serious issues in their relationship that they're trying to compensate for it now by going to these fancy dinners and stuff like that. that yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess that, that might be true. So I, I, like, I mean, I always liked celebrating it along with celebrating other times too, but I always found it fun just to, you know, go out and do one of their special meals because a lot of restaurants will do the, you know, like... Uh, the pre price fix thing, meal, yeah, 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 pre whatever, yeah, something like that, but whatever. And we'll see how it goes. Uh, next week, we'll have to we'll get to hear all about it. I'm oh sure. boy, yes, we will. So that's about what's going on in my life. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So, so well, that's interesting. exciting, though. That's exciting. You have a date after everything we talked about in the last couple of uh, weeks, I feel I like. I mean, I know. That's kind of how I feel, too. And I, I've just been very blah on the apps. But eh, we'll get back on that horse. Ride something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. By ride something, we mean would dry hump something and then not actually ride oh, anything. Is that, okay, is that what we're talking okay. about? Dry humping and not. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which that kind of happened to me. Speaking this of dry weekend. humping. What? Yes. What? <laughs> I have a really good friend that I uh, spent some time with uh, who I, I would say I've always kind of enjoyed her company and really I've liked her, but it's never, nothing's ever happened. We've always just been friends and we went, um, went over and hung out at her house the other night. And we had a lot of fun. We got really drunk and ended up and making dry out humped. and kind of dry <laughs> humping for a bit and then did not have sex, but it was something that I could have seen happening. And then we both passed out and uh, I woke up at like six in the morning. I was like, I got to drive all the way home now. <laughs> so it was uh, it was quite a night. But it was, yeah, it was interesting because she's someone that I talk to all the time and we're really, we're, we're like, we're, we get along well and I could see in certain circumstances things maybe being potential, but I don't think uh, those circumstances exist right now, unfortunately. Hmm. But what can you do? Yeah, dang. I have no idea what specific person you're really talking about either. I'm like, who, which girl? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I I have no, I literally, I'm just like, I'm trying to get a visual of who this person is. I have no fucking (laughs) idea. No idea. Yeah, no, it's not someone that that you would know, but it's uh, it's just someone that, like, I've known for many years, and we, we spend you know, some quality time together occasionally. We talk a lot too. So, hmm. okay. One of those friends things that like I could see maybe at some point turning into something, but I'm also not pushing it because I would rather have the friendship than anything else. Are you on the dating app? Besides all of that, are you on dating apps in general? Because it sounds like <sighs> you met her, the one girl through Lyft. This is an old friend. I mean, that's about it. I am on the apps, yes, but I haven't really been doing much with it. I had, you know, I've had some matches that I haven't even really replied to people. Um, you know, it's just, it's, I had that one person from Facebook dating that I posted in the group where she messaged me and just her first thing was, hey, daddy. Oh, no. Or hi, daddy, or something like that. And, um, oh, so the only, like, I didn't actually reply to her. I probably, you know, I could, I could have replied to her, but you it was just. Have. I know, but that just was kind of turned me off right there. When that, I mean, not that the daddy thing that that is okay in the yeah, right situation for me, but not, not like as a first message on a dating app, you know. Daddy, yeah, no. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> fucking hey, what the hell, Sarah? That was I just so... took a shot of the dog, Okay, <laughs> I have the weirdest boner right now. Like that no, was you terrible. Do not. Get the fuck out of here. We're done. <laughs> we're, we're done with the episode already. Holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Goodbye. And good night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're the one who said it. It wasn't me. Well, I'm just gonna make a joke, and then and you did it in like a voice, like daddy. Like that was just I don't know. That was... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I will say though. B- even though, you know, I do have a date on Friday, I have messaged a lot of fucking douchebags on Hinge. Now that I've been on Hinge for a hot minute, all the excitement of the newness of being on the app has died, like you predicted. And so right. one guy, I posted this on my Instagram story, but this one guy, I have this fact or fiction 
thing in my profile and it's facts factor fiction i have a podcast about dating and he responded if true let me take you out for drinks and that shit will skyrocket to number one on itunes oh yeah i saw i saw that uh, on your tool. instagram story or on our instagram story one of the, one of them but um that's i thought that was kind of funny i thought that was kind of a funny answer though like he he was saying that he was so interesting that he would i mean he was uh, it was kind of like a little humble brag of okay some but type. this is his photo I can't really see it. You have your see. weird Skype blur thing on anyway. I have my bl- oh, blur, blurry never. black and white uh, oh, image, sorry. but um, <laughs> never mind. But he, he looks douchey regardless. <laughs> I'm just making that judgment call. Douchey. Hang on. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? He just looks like he. Uh, he looks like he just farted is what he looks like um he looks like he just wow what kind of face is that i mean he's doing like a blue steel this is great podcast content by the way you know just me looking looking at pictures well okay Uh, he looks like uh jesse pinkman from breaking bad a little bit a little bit yeah but like mixed with all of the characters from entourage combined i wish i knew what entourage was what, how do you not know what Hunter Adam, you know, is? You know I don't do anything pop culture related, so I don't Unless know. it's the fucking Bachelor or Bachelorette. Which I'm not even watching this season, so I oh am trash. God. I am actual trash. But Totally. Total trash. But no, so he, I responded to that and then I said something like, oh, are you famous or something? Because he could get my thing to, he could get the podcast to number one on iTunes. And he was right. like, yeah, actually I'm kind of famous, which is such a douchey thing to say. But then I looked him up and he is kind of famous. Oh, really? oh he is kind of famous. For what? For probably country music, <laughs> music or some shit music, like that? Yeah. And I was just like, well, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty funny. Now we should get him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. But he's like not, he's like a producer or whatever. But like oh, okay, I said, okay. all of his photos are kind of douchey. And then our message ended with, oh, let's, I want to take you out for drinks tonight, which which would be, would have been tonight. And he gives me his number, and I'm like, let's just keep it on the app before we meet. He goes, fair. I'm going to bed, though. Hit me up tomorrow to remind me. That was really tonight? No, that was last night. He was oh, like, hit me up tomorrow night. to remind me. To remind you that you wanted to take me out? No. Right. If he needs a reminder no. for that, then he doesn't really want to take you out Little anyways. finger in the air. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. that Like, all of that combined just was, you're a douche. I don't care how famous you are, how much you can skyrocket our podcast to number one on iTunes. It's a no for me. Well, and then I, I, I would say that he probably can't. <laughs> I don't know that his... Uh, oh, yeah, so I just you know. go on here and just shit talk him anyways. It's fine. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm saying... Last if, place I, on iTunes. I don't think yeah. he would have that ability. You know, if we could get someone, uh, you know, really famous on here, but, you know, not not a dude who's Not a, somewhat uh, knows famous people. Nashville producer, yeah. <laughs> Is he verified on Twitter? That's the more important question right there. Oh, okay, you're just saying that because you're verified on Twitter. You're so cool. Exactly. So, you're see, so like, cool. that's not any indication of anything. I'm not famous and I'm verified on Twitter, but, you know... Means I'm more important than he is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> You're so important. Don't ever forget it. All right. Let's move on to our <laughs> Facebook group. Let's get out. Please. Let's get, let's get the fuck out of this. Yes. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. 
Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And uh, let's talk about um, one, of the, one of the posts. I, I posted this in the group, actually. And if you want to join our Facebook group, you can. You can uh, share you know, your own uh, posts, get advice. You can talk about stories in your life, whatever, whatever you want. But we, um, we, you know, we share stuff in there as well. And I saw this thing on Reddit that I had to share. Which is like the most crazy thing I've ever read. And you always find crazy shit. And I saw this and just had to reread it three times because I didn't believe it. That's that's how crazy this fucking story is. Okay, continue. So the the person who wrote this post on Reddit, and this was in uh, relationships, um, said that uh, he's 24 and his fiance is 22. And she wants him to get circumcised before the wedding. He refused and it's causing huge arguments. And then he asks, am I being manipulated? And then a couple notes, basically, is that they've only been together for um, just about a year and a half. So they've not been together for that long. long. And a couple months after they got engaged, she said that he will get circumcised. (laughs) A couple of months ago, she told me that I will get circumcised before (laughs) our wedding later this year. Like, I I just penciled you in, babe, for a circumcision next Tuesday. (laughs) I said no, and she straight up told me that it's not a choice. (sighs) Yeah. And so I don't think we need to read any more of that right there. Like that, that's basically the whole thing that he wrote, you know, big long paragraphs about everything that happened. But that's the gist of it right there is that his fiance says that he needs to get circumcised before. Well, and he also he also said they've been having sex for the time that they've been together. And it's never been an issue that was brought up. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I don't even know if that really matters that much. But yes, they have been having sex. So that that does. So at least we know that, uh, that, you know, that she's capable of taking an uncircumcised dick, uh, you know, who knows what else she's doing with it. Uh, Well, and I also think, too, there was some some mention of, well, we're not like European people or some shit like that of comparing like being uncircumcised. Oh, she said, oh, yeah, she said a shitty thing. Yeah, she she said um, civilized men get circumcised and we're not like those Europeans. I can't. Which is what the fuck? Like. It's apparently, she's also half French, and so I don't know what she thinks what? Europeans include, but it does include France there, ma'am. <laughs> Wait, I think I've mentioned this before on Netflix, the documentary called Circums- or it's American Circumcision. Did you ever, ever end up watching that? No. no. Of course not. Um, but I found that to be really fascinating about just how different perspectives of the reason why men are circumcised and then some men who were circumcised really hate the fact that they didn't get the choice to decide right. that because a lot of the the main reason where why a lot of men get circumcised is because they there's this thing about wanting to look like their father so the father's like well I'm circumcised so my kid has to be circumcised and it's like a paternal whatever thing I don't know but that was that was one thing that they mentioned on there and then they they compared like the United States to other countries and basically it's really just an American thing so kind of crazy and then we you know use religion and everything else to say that's right. why we should get circumcised but and the thing is is i know that there's a lot of controversy about whether or not to get circumcised and 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 there's no point in us getting into that discussion because you know if someone if, if you want to great if if you know if you don't want your kids to get circumcised whatever who the fuck like whatever do that it, that's not really the point of this though just if we can imagine just if the if the roles had been reversed, even like if, if a, if a man had said to like his fiance before she got married, Oh yeah, you're going to get a boob job before you get, you know, before we I, get married. Yeah. I can't be married to someone with like B cups. Right. You need to have double D's for this to work. 
It's like, wait, or, does the rest a of the vaginoplasty or something? Yeah, it's like, or butt implants or something where you have to question, was the rest of our relationship a lie? Do you even really care about the person inside? Or are you only concerned about the exterior? I don't, I don't know. It's crazy. I right, guess you know. And actually, here's the thing: even with a boob job, the, the crazy thing would be that would that would almost be so that he could show her off. Yes. And this isn't even about showing him off. I know. She just doesn't want his dick. To be to be uncircumcised, like that, that's such a weird fucking thing to to care about someone you supposedly are, you love and are about to marry. I feel like it's this weird bridezilla engagement brain thing of okay, well, if you're my person, I've always envisioned my person be circumcised, which is a very weird thing to envision in general. Yeah, it is. But, <laughs> but like, I'm not saying that's normal, but I'm just saying that's probably what's going on in her mind. Maybe right, maybe. But that's the only thing I could think of mind? why why she would be so pressing about it now after the fact that they're engaged. But everyone in the Facebook group read that post and said, fucking run. What the fuck? And run. <laughs> Get right. the fuck out. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't. And I think on the Reddit comments, when I at least when I first read it, I don't think there was a single person who was like, well, she has a point. Like, I don't think anybody <laughs> because Thank like, God. Usually, well, no, but usually, like in the in the, the in the subreddit, like you'll have like most of the rational people that are taking the you know the the they'll, they'll respond in a way that makes sense, and there'll always be somebody who tries to be like a devil's advocate, which is usually you know the douchebag, um, who, but or or someone who tries to be like, oh yeah, well there is a point here, or I can see their perspective, but I don't I don't think anybody was like, yeah, I can see where she's coming from, like I just I don't think anybody actually ever felt that. Do you think, okay, not saying, not saying that her points are valid. I'm just saying, do you also think that's probably because a lot of men are on Reddit compared to women? Do you feel like Reddit's a very yes. male heavy platform? Uh, I mean, there, there, there are, there are a lot of women on in there as well, but, uh, there are plenty of men who are there in the relationships thread. I, subreddit it, it usually is actually a pretty good mix of men and women. Oh, okay. And the men who are on there a lot of times are tend to be, I don't want to say they all give good advice, but they tend to be a little more maybe enlightened hmm. or have a little bit better perspective than the men in, say, the the Donald subreddit, for example. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, there's a little bit of a you know d- difference there. Um, but even with that, I, I think that if it had been the other way around, if it really had been a, a man saying, you know, saying that he wanted his uh, fiance to get a boob job or a vaginoplasty before the wedding, and that was mandatory, that it wasn't a choice, I think people would be equally up in arms with that as well. So I, I think this was one time that it, it was actually went both both ways, too. Yeah. Well, and I could see boob job is like, okay, if a guy was to say to me, you know, I can't, maybe if he didn't phrase it of, I can't marry you until you have bigger boobs or whatever. Um, yeah, I would be up in arms, but I also feel like because it's a boob job, I just, just because of just the nature of it not being my vagina, it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, well I can like get an implant and then I, if I don't like it, I can also take it out. So that I feel like that's not well, as. Usually you would get two implants. If you just got one implant, <laughs> get that'd be out, really you know? fucking weird, you know? <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, well, I get implants. Okay, well, what about this? What if instead of implants, someone has said, oh, we're not getting married until you lose 50 pounds? <laughs> yeah, you can eat my ass. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I feel like that's yeah. the same thing as a boob job. Well, like, like a- anything that's like, I don't want to marry you unless you are, you look different then you than shouldn't you do be, now. You shouldn't be getting yeah. married. Is that exactly. literally exactly. saying those those words of, I won't marry you until blah, blah, dot, 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 blah, blah, blah. Right. You're not ready. You ain't ready. 
A year and a half, though, too. I mean... Also, 24, and fiance is 22. How about you don't fucking get married? That's really, you know, you're too fucking young to <laughs> Also, get married, a solid right? point there. Wait, like, 10 years. I got another. married when I was 24. Don't do it. Okay, when I was 23. Don't do it. You're too young. Take some time. You know, just go go do some other things. Go find a girl who likes an uncircumcised dick. Like, how about that? I mean, that you're going to be much happier when she actually enjoys it and doesn't, you know, tell you you have to change it. Yeah. But I think, too young to get married. I think back to circumcised and uncircumcised penises for a second here i think it's always interesting so i've dated guys who have been both um it's always interesting like in girl talk <laughs> i was gonna say you did a guy that was both that's crazy you one boob implant and someone <laughs> with both yes. and two dicks one cut and one uncut all right there we go it was a very rare situation um but I don't even know what point I was going to make because you just distracted me with that. But, I don't know either. <laughs> but I think when it comes to girl talk, girls are more likely, at least maybe this is when I was younger and first experiencing my first uncircumcised penis. But I feel like girls will talk about uncircumcised dicks more than they will about circumcised because it's like more rare to see an uncircumcised one that it just, I'm like, oh. Well, that's just here, obviously. That, exactly, I mean, though. Exactly. Yeah. That's just in the United States, though. I always felt bad because in, in, when I was on swim team in high school, there was one guy who was uncircumcised and it wasn't that anybody made fun of him, but it was noticed, you know, because you'd always get changed Damn, and stuff. Yeah. And it just, it was something that you'd notice. And so to me, it was like, it was like, oh, that's, you know, it, it, it makes you a little different and not necessarily in a, in a good way at that time. And I'm hopefully by this time, I mean, that was obviously years ago, things have changed a little bit in, in, uh, in the United States high schools, I would guess. But yeah. I don't know. I think for, like girls in high school, college, it's figuring out what do I do with that? Like, obviously put it in my mouth and like have sex with it. But <laughs> like, what, what, <laughs> what about the extra? Obviously, obviously you know. those things if you want. But I, I'm just saying I was always, I was like, oh, when I give a hand job, I just always felt a lot more self-conscious when I was giving a hand job to someone who was uncircumcised. Cause I was like, what if I like rip the skin off or something i don't know i always would get really nervous so that was something that i would talk to well, my I think girlfriend a good rule with. of thumb is that if it can handle the vigorous i know mastur- i know the vigorous masturbation that any man puts it through that it's going to do better and no matter what no woman can do anything to it like guys <laughs> we are torture on our dicks like we will smack it against things rub we, it raw know, uh, rub it raw yeah all the time so if we if we haven't managed to do that to the dick then you're not going to do it to the dick. Okay. Well, I don't know. That was <laughs> that was just something. Well, where I'm trying to I'm trying to think of her point of view of something like, oh well, all my friends have guys who are all circumcised, and I just want to fit in with my dick. I don't know. Still doesn't make any fucking fit sense. Fit in with my dick. Yep. Fit in. That's right. I should just stop talking. <laughs> Multiple dicks in one boob right now. I'm just going downhill. This but. is fantastic. No, but but uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think it's almost a unilateral. Uh, feeling though that that this fiance asking or telling her her fiance that she wants him to get circumcised is a shitty person well, like, it, absolutely toxic and shitty it would be one thing if they were having a conversation and she was like you know have you ever thought about that and he's like yeah you know i always have blah 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 then i think you could like ask you know like do you want to i mean we could but like don't for the reason of selfish reasons of you want i can't imagine going and doing it as a 24 year old like having to go to the doctor and i mean because i just feel like that's that's even weirder like you're asking someone to go through a potentially 
risky little operation just for not even the sake of vanity because it's not something you're going to be showing off at the wedding. <laughs> right. I, I don't think. Um, <laughs> God, but I it, you know, hope not. Yeah, I don't know. You're not sending any dick pics anymore either because you've got a girl. So, I mean, I don't get it. Right. Maybe that's why she's. Oh, there we go. We figured out a theory. Here's what it is. She doesn't trust him because what he didn't tell us is that he's cheated on her a bunch of times. Okay. And she knows he sends dick pics. So she's telling him he has to get circumcised so that if he sends any dick pics after he was married. Oh, that's so She'll know about it. Because she'll know that it's a different dick, basically. So she'll like, oh, this was one you took after we got married. So then she'll have proof. There we go. That's that's, that's insane. The only way. That's fucking insane. But, I know it is. I don't know. That's just. But I mean, that's head. that that makes more sense than her asking in the first place. So, but also yes. still very manipulative and not okay. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And fuck that. Like I, you know, I'm I'm obviously usually anti man and very pro woman, but in this case. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. All right. That's what I'm going to say. Cause there we go. There we go. That, I think that's the first time you've ever said that. I've, I've Probably. Never, I don't. Meanwhile, I always say, I'm like, fuck that motherfucking bitch. And you're, that's, you never would say anything like that. So I was trying to be diplomatic about those things. But in this case, no. You know, bitch gotta go is basically <laughs> all I can gotta say. Bitch gotta go. Start being a hoe because bitch gotta go. That's right. <laughs> Well, with that, uh, talking about uh, cutting, let's go ahead and let's cut, cut this loose uh, on first this. half. Let's go ahead and snip this first half of the episode, Get and we're gonna go to our break. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and unsheath uh, this, and uh, I don't, I can't think of anything. Please stop else. talking. We're just gonna end this now before it gets any worse. <laughs> yes, we're gonna snip it, and we'll be right back uh, after the break. This would normally be where we'd have a message from our sponsors, but we are basically our own sponsors. Yeah, that's right. We take care of everything. Recording, writing, moderating, advising, commenting, researching, editing, designing, marketing, promoting, and building this great DKS community we have. That's where you come in. We'd love for your support to help keep us going, help us grow, and help us improve every week. And for as low as $5 a month, you can be one of our patrons, getting access to incredible exclusive content and supporting all of the hard work we do. Visit patreon.com slash DKS podcast. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash DKS podcast today if you're ready to show your support. And it's okay if you can't too, but we'd love to have you join our community either way. Follow our Instagram at Dating Kinda Sucks for our weekly Just the Tip Thursday. Join our Facebook group and get advice, share stories, and talk about dating, sex, and relationships at facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast. Check out our blog posts and every episode at datingkindasucks.com. And leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher if you haven't already. Thanks again for listening and being part of the Dating Kind of Sucks community. And now, back to the show. So this topic has been something that is interesting to me because I've always worried that I was someone who love bombed. Really? Um, yeah, because I was. I've, Are you I've overly emotional type. or affectionate? Well, I've been the type to like I when when I fall for somebody, I tend to fall really hard for them. Uh. And up until recently, I always used to have the problem of um, the objectification problem, and, and in the sense that I would put someone on a pedestal. And like in my eyes, they were perfect, and so I would I would try to. Is that just like the new romance type of vibe, though? Of the um, what's it well, called? The, the honeymoon well, phase. The I don't even know what the term's called anymore. Yeah, the honeymoon that's, phase. Even if I met somebody like that, we hadn't even really started dating yet. I would I would really start to um, give them a lot of attention and a lot of compliments and a lot of support. 
And so when I was hearing about love bombing, I was thinking, am I doing this? Like, is that, is that what mm. I'm doing? Am I, am I a problem? Am I, am I actually part of the problem by doing that? And then we, and like, and then reading the definition and kind of learning, I realized no, cause it's the, the aspect of love bombing that I don't do is I'm not the, I don't start uh, emotionally, you know, abusing them and manipulating them and being jealous and insecure and nagging them and all those things afterwards. You know, the, right. it's usually something where I, I'm genuine. I genuinely, like, if I fall for somebody, but I, I do bombard them with, like, love and support and all these positive things, and, and it can be sometimes hard for, for people that I've, I've dated, I think, or even started to date, because they don't know how to deal with it. They don't, they're not used to someone being nice to them without there being that negative ass aspect. Like afterwards. when are you going to come, like when are you going to go fuck me over now? Like, when, right. When's the real you yeah. going to come through? Yeah. 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 It's and all, a, it's all a front. So that's, that's been, uh, that's been difficult. I've been trying to figure out, I was trying to figure that out. And then, so I looked up the definition of love bombing, the actual official definition, which is uh, that love bombing is the practice of showering a person with excessive affection and attention in order to gain control or significantly influence their behavior. So right there, I'm not, I'm like, okay, good. That's not why I was doing it. And then um, the, the love bomber's attention might feel good, but the motive is all about manipulation. What separates love bombing from just regular honeymoon feelings is an abrupt switch. One moment they may be totally idealizing their partner, and the next they'll cut them down to size in an effort to control them. So they'll give you a million compliments and then say, I don't know, something super shitty after complimenting you for weeks on end, and then they'll just cut you down to size. Right. Right, exactly, and then they'll, they'll or they'll they'll say something, yeah, absolutely, really shitty uh, about you, just to try to you know to like that whole manipulation tactic. Um, they want to, I think they want to make you feel really special. I mean, I have just thinking about like narcissists. This is a very narcissistic personality trait. Thinking about some of my former friends who are very narcissistic, of they make you feel very loved and appreciated that you're their friend and you feel accepted in this new thing that you're in with them and everything is so great and they make you feel special all the time until they start being insane for no reason yes yes and i i think that they start um they will also what's the word i'm looking for um just like uh, bombard is actually the best word just bombard you with all this positive stuff and then when you don't reciprocate immediately or when you want to do things on your own, you're like, oh, I'm busy this weekend. They, they freak the really, fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Because in their minds, they're doing this because they want it to be reciprocated and they're expecting it to be mutual. And if you, God forbid, or have your own life, it means that somehow you are a shitty person. You don't person care about not, them. Yeah. How dare you have your own life because they're showering you with all this attention. I mean, I honestly dated a guy who would send me a million fucking Snapchats all day long. And I don't even really use Snapchat like that anymore. And he would send me a Snapchat. I'd open it. And then he would get pissed because I wasn't Snapchatting him back. And I had to tell him, I'm at work. I can't I can't just snap you all day. It's great that you're you don't have a real fucking job, I guess, or whatever. But I can't I can't always respond to you. And I've actually dated. And that's the thing, too. I didn't know if it was actually love bombing or they were just being really insecure about me not responding to them. That was a hard thing, too. Well, they weren't they were being nice, but they weren't being overly nice. But because I wasn't instantly responding to their messages, I had to set that line of Hey, I have a life <laughs> and don't get offended by that. And if you have a problem by that, then that's not going to work. 
Right, right. And and I think we, we, we've seen a lot of signs from this uh, in the group. And when we've talked about this um, ourselves is when people, they try to push for things too fast, too. Like, as soon as you start dating, they say, oh, you know, we should just, let's just be exclusive or, or you know, whatever. Like, oh, when can I see you next? And then they want to continue to see you over and over. Like, they... They, like, want to become 100% of your life without yeah. ever really getting – and they don't even get to know you. A lot of times you are the, – what they're bombing you, like, love, they're bombing you with all this praise and they don't even really know you either. Yeah, you've said, like, three words about your life and they say something like, oh, man, you're just you're just so creative and so smart and so beautiful and I've just never met anyone like you and, wow, I'm just so impressed by everything. And then you start making out and then all of a sudden you're having sex with this person and, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Right. Speaking so from experience here, but yeah, we can tell. <laughs> you're just like, and then you wake up the next morning and you're thinking, I really don't fucking know this person, but they think I'm great. So what the fuck did I say to them that made them right. think I was so great? I mean, I get it. I'm hot. And I'd like to think everyone should know that I'm really this great, but I haven't told you anything that would warrant any of this affection. Well, so it feels wrong. It thing. honestly feels wrong that you like me so much because I don't even feel like I am me around you yet. Well, right. And we want people to have self-esteem to know, yeah, I am awesome. I do deserve, you know, I do deserve right. love. I deserve someone to be like this to me. But at the same time, it's suspicious when they're like this and they have they haven't actually had a reason to be like this yet. And that can be really difficult. And that's actually where I find myself doing that sometimes to people where I can see when someone has potential and I can see when someone like I feel like they're a good person, even if I don't get to talk to them a lot. And I will try to maybe pump them up a little bit, but I'm not doing it to try to control them or manipulate them. And and it's hard for them sometimes to accept that, to accept the, the positive res- responses and the, the compliments because they haven't really understood how to uh, they haven't they haven't felt that way about themselves in a long time anyways. Yeah. Do you? So I. I feel bad when I like now the the idea of love bombing. I'm like, you know, even though that's not what I'm doing, I'm doing the beginning part of it at least. Yeah, because I'm when I when I know that I really like someone and I'm in that honeymoon phase, I am. And it's great that you brought up that point, too, of now I kind of have to think about it, of not jumping all in, because some people are very triggered by that now. Of thinking, oh, is she love bombing me? And I'm not doing it to manipulate or anything. It's just I want to see you more and I want to hang out with you. And I do want to text you because I really like you and I'm thinking about you a lot. And it's not with the intention to manipulate you. And that, that's the you have to wait for that 180 for them to actually then kick you off the pedestal and say something really shitty for no fucking reason or do well, something yeah. shitty. Well, I think that's why sometimes people like really push someone away because they they're feeling uncomfortable with the amount of positive attention and they'd rather be treated like a human being, not like a special magical creature who can do no wrong. And I think the and and it, it took me a while to ever to understand that, too, because that, that was something where I was like, but I want to treat someone like a special magical creature who can do no <laughs> wrong. Like that's like in, in my mind, that's how you should feel like you should feel like this, this. You know, that you are, you know, right now, the way I see you is that you're, you know, you're flawless. But but I know that that's probably not the healthiest way to look at people. Yeah. Even if your intentions are pure overall. So you just say something like, I love you and your flaws are great (laughs) instead of because when guys are like, oh, my God, I love you. And your nose or something like that. No, no, see, <laughs> oh, damn, that's then, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, I feel I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kidding on that one. But I feel like that's something that a lot of guys 
say those like you're just so beautiful and your skin's so perfect and everything about you I just love so much and it's scary really that I honestly think now that I'm love bomb more because of dating apps where guys are love bombing to try to get me off the apps because they're so desperate to be in a fucking relationship so that when they like they overly want to hang out with me because they know I could then match with another person the next best thing they that they love bomb the shit out of me and I don't, and then maybe that's why I go for shitty guys. I can't, am I alone in that? Do you think there's like a causality or a correlation between the two of people are love bombing a lot? So now girls are just dating fucking douchebags because they're afraid that they're going to get fucked over by the, since the last guy love bombed them. I think it could be, that could actually be a, that, that might be a, a good theory there is that with douchebags they're like, Oh, well at least they're just being themselves. I know they're shitty. So I don't have <laughs> yeah, to worry. I don't have to, pr- cause like, there's no games. I already know he's. Trash. Right, like the, the asshole you know is better than the one who was a surprise asshole later on, because it's the the surprise asshole who usually ends up being the stalker or the creepy one, you know, who ends up, you know, going insane. And so it's a it is out of self preservation. Um, I think like on a dating app, if someone is already just plying you with compliments and go do it, like saying such like sweet things, and they've never even fucking met you, that's just a huge sign that you need to step away from that. They're person. just manipulating you. They're, I mean, yes, it's love bombing, but just to completely manipulate you, make you feel special, get you out on a date, and then what? Have sex with you and right. then goes to you. Right. Probably. Or, 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 you know, kidnap you and then wear your skin as a suit later okay, on. You well, never I'm, know. I'm like, just thinking, I'm just thinking one, I, let's hope it right. never gets to that point. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's Wonderful. True. Things to consider. So uh, let's let's go into maybe some of the signs of like love bombing, like some of the things you might you know you might be uh, see happening if you are currently in the early stages of dating or talking to somebody, and you're seeing this happen. Maybe this is uh, this is a sign that this is not going to end well, and you should be wary of it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of already touched on the always wanting a response from you through some kind yes. of app or Snapchat where there's just no boundary. Like they're, you try to say, Hey, no, I'm busy. I can't really respond. They're like, well, uh, uh, I, but I sent you a fucking text message. You should respond to it. I don't understand why you, you don't like me. You know, they they don't respect those boundaries of how you live your life. You should be two independent people. If you're dating someone, not conformed into whatever the other person wants you to be so that's definitely one thing if they just don't respect your boundaries yes um if they they don't if if they're not or they give you any space respect your boundaries or give you any chance to even breathe then that's obviously a big one if they uh if they give you constant attention and that includes social media like if which i've been guilty of this as well just constantly liking all your shit wait so if they if they follow you and then go on a full-on liking spree on instagram and then keep commenting on all your shit that's a sign well, I think that's actually that's even worse. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. If they go actually, on a liking spree and comment together, no, that's that's even worse. <laughs> but I, I think if they no, it's one of those things that if every time you post, they are the first person to like. They always comment on everything that you post in the future. They you know they they every single thing that you do, they have some type of response. That's Pretty that's cool. a sign of love bombing. If, yeah. if it's you know, it, and it can be. And I I tell you what, I'm really guilty of, of that aspect of that. And I have to right now doing this episode. I have to keep reminding myself that I don't have any nefarious. Like, Why? Because you just intentions. respond to people. Like you comment on a lot of people's well, stuff. Because I, I live time. on social media. You know, I live on you social really media. Really do. Yeah. And and the thing is, is I have notifications turned on for people that I want to know what they have, what's going on in their life. Like the, for the people that that matter to me, and that like I have notifications turned on. So I probably have notifications turned on for maybe forty or fifty people. 
So when they post something, huh? (laughs) Did you turn them on for me? Of course I did. Yeah. And so like, (laughs) I don't even turn them on for anyone. So I think it's interesting that people actually turn on notifications for stuff. Well, because I I don't like, I don't want to miss anything. And I don't know if it was, it was just when, when social media first got, got big. I remember one time because I was too busy and I had too many, and this is such a weird humble brag, too many friends on Facebook that I missed somebody's, I missed somebody's parent dying like the post about their parent dying and I didn't know about it and I felt really bad that I missed it. And so I started turning on notifications so that I could at least the people that mattered the most to me, I, I would at least be able to see what they posted, keep up with their lives. And so I get these notifications and I will go look and I'll usually be one of the first people to see their stuff because of that. And I think that just makes it look like you're always online though, which you are, which I, which I am. I, I know, but, but it also like, it is something where I could see that if, if, if it's someone that these are just people I care about, but if it's also someone that I'm interested in, I'm the same way. And so that, yeah. that constant attention. Yeah. So I, but I, but I've learned to be better about that. I've learned not to comment on everything or like everything, just react. If I actually have something worth, to, you know, worth saying or worth reacting. Yeah. That's a good but, point. No, not every meme that's shared needs a like, you know, like it's not, it's not, you know, but it's only stuff that's actually, you know, valuable or worthwhile. Okay. Yeah. That's a good um, point. Yeah. So Jeez. this is basically an episode called Adam is a love bomber. Oh my God. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Except, <laughs> except he, except he's not trying to control anybody. You're like, it's Adam is shit. I do all of these things, but I really don't <laughs> manipulate anybody. I just, I'm just really a lovable guy. I don't know. Well, or... I think if some of them just start off in the beginning, probably like the compliments and the, you know, the, like the constant attention, those th- those things. But then the rest of it, I, I, I don't do, which is good. Cause the next one is like, um, like a neediness and I don't, I don't have that. Right. Well, to but, go back to your thing too, oh, it's the compliments yeah. and all like, and just being nice. I think when you're trying to quote unquote court somebody and get to know them better, you want to be nice so you say something like oh i really like that outfit you're wearing or your hair looks really nice tonight and that some people take those compliments and go "Mm, why are you saying that no one ever compliments me are you love bombing me to maybe they are really love bombing you so that's that's why a lot of people just have trouble like accepting compliments and not not because of love bombing but just in general of because yeah, it's, it's weird a, when someone risk. does it because you think, what are they trying to gain from being super nice to me just to sleep with me and then fuck me over? Right. Or to control you. And like I said, I there's mean, a, they, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, just to sleep with you, to, to, to have their way to, even if it is that they think they want, because sometimes they'll claim to be like a soulmate. So they, they want to um, be with you. That's even the thing that happens too. Is they like they they think you're, you're soulmates, and then all of a sudden they get really insecure and oh, jealous God, and needy, which is though. which is uh, terrible. Just punch um, me in the face. <laughs> so if anyone but, ever tells you, I I think I'm your soulmate, fucking run. Oh my God, who would actually tell another person that they think they're your soulmate? Or I think we're so soulmates. When I had the no, affair you did not. No, Adam, with, please leave. When, when Adam, I had the Adam affair, has left the chat. You are not allowed to. When I had the affair <laughs> with my best friend, however many years ago, 11 years ago now, and we would lay in bed and we would talk about how we were each other's soulmates. Who like brought that up? Did say, you? Um, I think she might have actually been the one to bring it up. You, mm-hmm. you know that I think you're my soulmate. And it was something that we would talk about for hours about how that we still couldn't tell our significant, uh, you know, our spouses and... We would just have to, you know, have this be our thing, you know, but we were soulmates and, and that, that was so, yes. I, I just have I, such I've a been, problem with that word in general. Well, I think it's, it's, 
used in the wrong way. Soulmates tend to, tends to be used in this way. Like you, there's only think, one human being out there and this we're we have this bond forever. Right. People seem to think that it's a word that means this is someone that you are designed to like have a romantic relationship with. But the research that I ended up doing later on, especially after we ended things and I was like, what? She was my soulmate. Why aren't we together? <laughs> this, the universe would, just screwed me over. I don't understand. Right. When I would curl up in the fetal position under my desk and just sob for hours, it was like, you know, that I was like, okay, this can't be right. Is that... <laughs> Well, the, the concept of what an actual soulmate is sometimes is someone who like connects with your soul, but is actually kind of helping you move and grow as a person. And so they're actually a lot of times they're there for a part of the journey. They're 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 like they're they're, they're a know, soul they're person a, for a short period of time. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're, they're essentially they are a soulmate. They're the, someone that you connect with on such a level, but they're there for a transition period. They're there to try to like, and, and that's what a soulmate is. You're, they're not someone that's there forever. They're not necessarily romantic either. Sometimes you can have a soulmate, somebody who's just gets you and gets every aspect of who you are and knows who you are, and they push you to become a better person. That's kind of the the broader definition of it. And with that definition, I, I like that, but that's not what people mean. When they say soulmate, they mean you know, the one is what they usually mean. Yeah, they don't see... It's funny that you just said someone who pushes you. I really don't think anyone has ever described a soulmate as that, of someone who makes you a better person. It's more of, we've already synced up and we're perfect together and everything is just bliss and harmony and... Yeah, but that—that's how I view it now. So it's—it's it's a little bit of a different. I, I like that better. I, I like that a soulmate too, yeah. who just connects with you on. And we're totally tangenting right now, but totally connects with you on a deeper level and pushes you to be a better person. I think that should be the new definition for soulmate. None of that harmony, universe, other crap. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. <laughs> but Let's if any, so, love bombing though. If someone was to say shortly after meeting you that they oh, think, oh no, actually, yeah, before you, yeah, that's how I know the soulmate. Before you got to the, this, I, I knew I was going to say something else with love bombing. Is that it is important, however, if you do get a compliment from somebody, that's not automatically love bombing. If someone gives you a compliment, like, and, and there's a risk that people start throwing these phrases around and actually take away when it actually mean something like gaslighting is another example when sometimes people are like oh they were gaslighting me and i was like no they just were arguing with you like they weren't actually gaslighting <laughs> you they weren't trying to tell you that you know that you made it all up in your head and they, like they were just arguing with you as a, they're just being an asshole like there's a difference and so sometimes people like to throw these phrases around and i think that love bombing like if you're just if someone is just being complimentary and that's the that's all they're doing there's nothing like they're not adding on or piling on all these other things that they're doing they're not love bombing you they're just slightly love dusting you as they walk by or whatever i don't know they're just being they're just being nice i think i think we are less likely to meet genuine nice people so when those really nice kind-hearted individuals enter our lives and then they're somewhat interested in us we get confused because we think that deep down they're shitty people which sucks because it's like nice guys finish last and they kind of do because they're all fucked over from a nice guy and i say that in quotations as well because he seemed nice and then he did whatever he did yes nice guys are never actually nice which is not always that's not always true but i think for a vast majority anyone who self-professes to be well yeah if if you're going around saying oh i'm a nice guy I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I don't know. You just did like a. You just made this like body like a New Jersey type. Thing. I felt very I'm New Jersey. Nice I'm a nice guy. What don't hey. you like? I don't know. And now I'm doing like a New York thing. I just yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> I feel like you're on The Sopranos. I'm a nice guy. Let's get some pasta for Zool. Like, it just all, I don't know. <laughs> I just like you, okay? I just think you're really sweet and you're my soulmate. Yeah. And we should be together. And why do we need to date other people? Let's just, you know. That's I, a problem. Why when do we When can I see to- you next? You know, and all of that. I mean, when can I see you next could be flirtatious in a way. It's it's all about the delivery, too. But what was the other? Right. What did you just say? Before, when can I see you next? I don't know. We should be together. We should be. We should be together. That's a very. Ugh. Yeah. We should be yeah, together. I mean, uh, you, you can say that you would like to be with somebody, but we should is, is not okay. You don't want to. We, we should. No, you You can. Yeah. It's, uh, Instead of what do you think about us dating? It's we should be together. So let's make that happen. Again, manipulating, manipulating a situation. So then, and, and with that, you know, we're talking about how people find it creepy when you get a lot of compliments, but then there's some people and there's going to be some, and, and I think we're, we can talk about this men to women just because it's easier to talk about this that way. Th- there's some women that maybe have a bit of an ego and they start, they like the attention. So they like getting that constant attention and someone who likes all their Instagram posts and comments and says, Oh, you're so hot or you're so incredible. They like the and, validation. Uh, and, Right, and compliments all the time, so they let it get to them, and they start, you know, appreciating it and expecting it and wanting it, and then all of a sudden, the first time they can't be there for that person, that person turns turns absolutely shitty, and then they feel guilty, so then they actually, so this is where the manipulation aspect of love bombing comes in, they feel like, well, they've been so nice to me, I must have done something wrong, so then they actually you know bend over backwards yep. to try to um to try you know try to make make this person feel good when they shouldn't they should understand that no this this has all been part of a tactic yeah i was actually i was actually reading something where the the whole time this girl was dating this guy he was she was only really in it for the validation cuz she didn't get it anywhere else in her life and then when right. they broke up because he did something shitty like that and she tried and then it ended that she really had a hard time dating after him because they weren't validating her like her ex did. And she was like, do people just not give me all the compliments and tell me how pretty I am? Tell me I'm pretty. She was just thinking that that was normal and that's how it always should be. And I'm great. So why aren't you fucking telling me I'm great every 10 seconds when I breathe? I don't know. That's the hard thing, too, because, like, in, a, in an actual, like, healthy relationship, there are going to be compliments. There are going to be compliments going back and forth. There's going to be actual love not this love bombing there's going to be you know an actual like respectful love and and that's different and you you can think that your partner your significant other is incredible and is amazing and still and 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 absolutely love them and want to compliment them and sweep them up and take care of them and protect them and and also at the same time you know defend everything they do and support everything they're going to do and have it be healthy at the same time yeah do you do you think that when it comes to just dating in general, would you rather someone, knowing everything about love bombing, would you rather someone jump in, if they were genuine, jump in or take things slow? Do you think there's a better a better way to approach just dating in general? Now that I think you should always take it slowly to see how the other person reacts. If someone's pushing or someone's moving a little fast and you slow it down and they are able to handle that, then maybe it's worthwhile. Maybe it's something that you can pursue because they didn't freak out. But if they freak out on you, they were a love bomber. I think that's, I think that's a test is if they're pushing a lot and then you want to slow it down or, or you're just naturally taking things slow and they flip shit, then they were love bombing you the entire time and you need to call it quits. 
Yes, and 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 that's a, it's hard because you don't want to play games. Don't do it just to, to like test somebody. You know, but but if you're not feeling like it's the right time, then don't let someone else convince you to do it at that time. Yeah, I think that um, we had uh, in the in the group. I asked for examples um, in the Facebook group from people who might like you know what what maybe this happened to them as far as love bombing. And a couple of them are really interesting. Um, is one one person said that uh, like this guy would say to her, "I love you. You're amazing. We'll get married, have kids," and then all of a sudden be like, "Hey, um, don't wear that. You're not going to find anything better. Our kids will look amazing because of my jeans." What? I wish yeah. a bitch would. Right? Yeah. Are so you that's... fucking kidding me? Uh huh. See, no, like, and I only skimmed some of them because some of them were like. Oh, he's just super nice to me, and it was like, is that really love bombing? No, they're just they're being nice. They will give like a solid example, but that's kind of insane. The other the other one I saw was just well, it was more of an explanation of just they're putting you on a pedestal, and he just basically defined love bombing. But I didn't really see any solid examples. Was were there other? Ones? Oh, how about this one? Bought me tickets to Las Vegas to see the Dave Matthews Band after we've been dating for four months. Okay, I fell for it. He's actually my younger son's father. What? Never, never again will I trust the love bomb. Uh, later on, no shit. He actually tried to deduct the cost of those tickets from the child and the flight from child support. Are you fucking kidding me? From four months in after dating for that yeah. long? Because that's another uh, another sign too is if someone gives you really exor- you know exorbitant gifts or go like that's just true, unnecessary yeah. gifts. You know, like it's nice to buy something some you know something occasionally, but if they're if they're trying to buy you off basically that that's a big sign of love bombing. well they're literally showering you with love so anything yes. anything from compliments to talking to you all the time to giving you all the gifts to making you feel special and i mean fuck everyone wants to feel special but they do it to a level that just should feel somewhat uneasy and unsettling to be like my no one does this why do you really like me that much i don't and i don't i don't want anyone to like think you know, I should put myself down and I'm not worthy of love. But there's a triggering <laughs> signs of things that happen where you're like, eh, this is not right. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, there's there's some like some of these stories and, and like you might hear the story and think, oh, this I've been I've been there, too. Like, I think some of our listeners might really might have been in love bombing situations, might currently be in a situation where they're being love bombed. And it would be good for them to understand why this is uh, such a bad thing to, why you need to get out of this because this is a, a good example this is someone who said she was 21 at a bar she met someone who had just turned 33 um he she you know he basically portrayed himself as a really great guy they had an amazing connection that was too good to be true mm, there you and, go that's a red flag yep affirmations and compliments it was like he worshipped me and i felt so valued i moved in with him moved in with him within a week so he basically pushed <gasps> a her to, week? Oh yeah, within what a the week fuck? not normal ble- yeah, and then um, believed that he was just a victim of bad luck with prior girlfriends and former wife uh, resulting in his kids getting taken away for allegations of abuse. Oh, that sounds so... That That is so narcissistic and such a personality trait that you can't we, not notice We got that. married spur the moment four months later. <gasps> Even worse. Even right? Fu- so then they got divorced. How long was it until they got divorced? I don't know, but but it basically was really terrible. Um, Four and, and fucking he, months? Are you yeah. kidding me? 
and he was emotionally, mentally, sexually, and physically abusive. And she finally well, got free uh, and got uh, got divorce proceedings after that. Holy shit. Yeah, well, he, she, he even said in- Oh, and had a baby, too, by the way. Fled with my four-month-old no! baby and began divorce proceedings. So, oh, my God. If you think love bombing is just an innocent thing that, like, it's just, oh, it's just, it's, you know, it's a nice thing. What could happen? Well, here, here we go. There's someone who was love bombed, ended up in an abusive relationship, and got married and had a kid, and and then had to escape. And that's, you know, that's something that's going to be with her for forever. So, like, yeah, you really have to pay attention. If something feels too good, it feels weird, or it's like someone is just laying it on so thick, you have to take it slower. That's when you, that's when you want to take things slower, just to make sure you're not putting yourself in a position. Like that. I think, yeah. I think, too, based on that story of him saying his ex, he was the victim and he was, everyone did him wrong. That is a very telling thing. So, I mean, I dated the guy that I've like, de- like, very much so love bombed me. His name was Michael. We all know the Michael who lied about everything <laughs> and whatever. I mean, he's a right. piece of trash. Um, and I'll go down saying that. Um, but, he did, he made himself the victim in everything. He could do no wrong. He got laid off from a studio because they screwed him over and he did nothing wrong. And things have been hard on him, but it was never his fault. He took no responsibility. And that already, like, outside of a whole love bombing thing, already is something I don't trust. Like, do I want to be with someone who's always the victim and everything? Then that shows me that you're a manipulator in a lot of situations. And cause you can't always be the fucking victim. I'm sorry. You, there are two sides to every story. And then on top of constantly complimenting and stuff, there's definitely other signs. So when they're talking about their past and exes and this one sign for me is if they're saying that their ex was crazy, that to me is a red flag of, I don't like when guys call other girls crazy. I mean, there could have seriously been some issues right, and I right. hope you go into detail about it. But if you're calling an ex crazy and then you're always the victim about something, those are two signs for me that it something is fucking off. And then you're over. Then you put me on a pedestal and say I'm so amazing. You're a love bomber. You're a narcissist. And this is not going to work out. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's a really good um, idea, though, that if that is as a, as a good sign that if someone is saying that all their exes are crazy and that they are just a victim, if someone is saying that, that's a perfect example of oh, this person is probably lying, especially if they're yeah. being as complimentary to you. That that's a, that's There's a no fucking way. There's literally no way. And it's so easy to get wrapped up into it because at least from like my perspective when I was in it, I hadn't really had a solid connection with anyone yet. I thought he was really nice and he was just he was just being really romantic. And I just thought, oh, well, look at this. I'm just being wined and dined. How nice. How no one does this. This is so cool. And then it just became weirder and weirder because no one does this, but it's kind of romantic, I guess. And then adding in the layers of always being a victim and, you know, always. Right, right. Yeah. All a recipe and then ghosting and lying. I mean, all of those things. But definitely there are signs there. It's just it's hard when you you want a connection. I think when I was very insecure and I wanted a connection so bad that I fell for it because someone was being nice to me because not a lot of people are nice in general. Yeah, that's, I mean that's that's very true. Um, which is why which is why they get away with it so much and they can play this game because. I mean, I'm not saying all love bombers do this, but I feel like some people do prey on the insecure. They find someone's insecurity and they raise oh, that. They, they pick something like, okay, I'm insecure about my my body or something. And they overly fucking compliment how perfect your body is, how wonderful your curves are. And like, I want a man who will appreciate my body. Yes, that's all fine and dandy. 
but there's a certain level of that of okay we fucking get it now that you've picked you know what my weaknesses are you're always gonna try to compliment me to build me up to build me up to build me up to eventually knock me down yes well um, someone um posted that uh the, the one of one guy used to know what triggered her panic attack so he would purposely do that so <gasps> then he could comfort so then he could comfort her that's so and then, fun. He, then he could be there for her so there there's a nice example of more shit i wonder i'm trying to think if i've ever been love bombed because it seems like it's something that happens a lot more with men towards women especially with the objectification and the over over compliment you know complimenting etc I think women do it too it's a fair it's a fair game I dated a guy who said he was love bombed and he basically set the boundary earlier on early on that he was not going to tolerate with constant text and constant needing of validation and whatever because he said something like I'm grown and I know I don't I know I'm great so I don't need you to compliment me over compliment me over wanting to communicate with me we'll hang out like if I like you you'll fucking know you don't need to be insecure about the fact that I'm not responding to your text and some of that is like are they insecure but he he experienced it from a couple girls at least in Nashville so which is the first time I've heard that yeah yeah and, and I'm like I said, I'm sure, I'm sure it was. I, I was just trying to think if, if it's ever happened to me. I know that I've had people who have been overly complimentary, and I felt comfortable with it because the things they were complimenting, you know, complimenting were complimenting. Uh, the things they were complimenting <laughs> were not things that like that. I, I'm pretty egotistical. I know the things about me that are great, and I know the things about me that are not great. Like, so they picked you know, the things that were not great and kept complimenting you on that. Well, they, they, yeah, like See, they, but they that's my point, things. though. They they pick your insecurities. I'm not saying you, you could have been insecure about those things. They pick the things that just are semi not that great, but not bad either. And they hone in on those and they compliment you for those specific things. Right. Like if someone's if a girl's complimenting on my dick game, I'm like, oh, there's no point there. Like, I know that's not. I know <laughs> that's, that's a not lie. A like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not. The lie detector test said. Right. I'm like, nope, sorry. I, you know, I've said before, I got that good enough, di- good enough dick. I got that GED. That's all. You know, that's it. I don't. But like, that's the thing. And then I'm like, no, like, why are you doing this? Like, th- then you start wondering what their ulterior motive is with it. Right. So. <laughs> But I, I I don't know. It's it's definitely it's something to be very aware of, especially when you first meet someone. And so if you are going on a date or actually, here's my first piece of advice. If you're on a dating app and someone immediately just starts laying in with the compliments, just un- unmatch them. Like, honestly, unmatch them. There's no point in continuing. That's not going to end well. Especially if they start off with, hi, insert name. You have beautiful eyes. I love your smile. Oh, my gosh. That outfit or, you know, something like that. Right. Ugh. Or, hey, beautiful, hey, sexy, of course, anything like that. Hi, and daddy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you said it normal this time. I, I made sure I said it normal that time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to end the show with a weird boner. Like, we can start it with oh, a weird boner, but I don't want to end. Yeah, Let's yeah. not talk about your boners ever again. <laughs> We can talk about you coming and your leg cramping, but let's not talk about your boners. No boners. No boner talk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I would say that's definitely like, that's not a good sign. And then, and guys, if you're listening and you, you think, oh, well, I always like to compliment somebody because I want them to feel good about themselves. You can pick ways to compliment someone that are genuine, like something about, something they have control over, first of all, is one thing. If you're going to compliment somebody, it's much better to compliment something like that. Like, like, um, like I really love how passionate you are about this, or it's really great that you care about insert thing that that person cares about. Right. 
or yeah, or like if they put their favorite song and oh, I really like your music taste, or I like you know your your profile made me laugh, and I, I enjoy somebody who with some wit. Something that they actually can, you know, exert some control over is something that you can compliment, but don't go overboard with it. But definitely don't go, oh, your eyes are so beautiful. Oh, you know, you have the, you know, the greatest smile. Because even though it's nice, ever matched with. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because even though it's nice for them to hear that, it also starts to trigger a feeling of suspicion because you, like, you're you're being too complimentary. So if, if men don't do that, and women, if you hear that. Just unmatch the person. Like, just get move on because you really don't want to get involved in that. God, I don't think like I would ever send a message to a guy and say, I love your abs. Those abs I would just have dinner off of. And oh my God, your eyes are just so beautiful. And I think it's so weird for a girl to do that. I, I mean, I do get messages like that, that, hey, oh, you know, oh, your beard is so sexy, or, hey, I, I just really want to like sit on it. <laughs> really, well, yeah, yeah, I've had that. Um, really? You know, yeah, but, but, oh, yeah. But, like, yeah, you have such a sexy, you know, sexy face, or, oh, hey, sexy, I love a hairy chest, you know, like, things like that. Like, that's all that they start off with. And I'm like, okay, well, like, if I was just looking to fuck, then I guess that would be fine. But, yeah, you know, fine. that's, 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 that part's easy, you know. If you're looking to date, though, that's when I, I don't want somebody who's just going to start off with that. So you can avoid love bombing, like you. That's one step to avoid a lot of love bombing. Is that right there? And then if, but if you are talking to somebody and they start to do all these other things that we've said, that's when you have to really start being careful. You have to start like putting up your bullshit detector and, and really, really trying to think rationally about what's what's happening in, with this person. I think a lot of the people that get caught up in love bombing are insecure, though. Like there's there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. There is a there is a big portion of people, especially when they know that something's off and they know that their their partner is validating them and putting them on this pedestal and everything's fantastic, so to say, so to speak. They feel like it's off, but they don't want to lose what they have because if they lose what they have, they're not gonna have that validation anymore, like what I mentioned earlier. So they'll just stay and get right. fucked over. Because that's and, and, not better than being alone. I will say, <laughs> exactly, get exactly. over it. Like there is no shame of being alone. Get out of those situations. No matter how good you think it, it it is to get those compliments, when they start turning sour and you start getting emotionally and phys- maybe physically abused, you, you realize it wasn't worth it. And so it, it's not. I don't care how good, good the dick is either. It's just not worth it. Right. <laughs> but get a good get a good circle of friends. They'll compliment you. They'll they'll support you. If you don't, you know, get get some good healthy people in your life and you won't need that that, you know, that validation from a boyfriend or just a random dude that you met on a dating app and especially if that if that person tries to isolate you from any type of friends or family or or anything like that and and which a lot of them do by trying to be like, "Oh, we should you know, they start to push dating and moving in with you, like all these things so fast. It's because they're trying to isolate you because yep. the more isolated you are, the more susceptible you are to everything they have to say because you don't have any perspective from the other people in your life. Yeah. And I do like the whole surround yourself with good people and people that are healthy to be around, but also figure out who you are and be confident in who you are alone. Because yeah. as great as having great friends and surrounding yourself by great people is, if you still don't know who you are deep down or are, can stand on your own two feet and really solid, solidly say that, then it's not. it doesn't really matter because you'll still fall victim to this whole love bombing thing. It takes knowing oneself. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. It's very important. And it's, it really is important to understand that this, this appreciation you have for the attention you're getting is false. Like it's not a real, it's not real. It's, it's, it's like, it's not benefiting you in the long run, even though it might, you might really enjoy the attention. It's, it's a fake attention. It's attention from someone who doesn't mean it. And that's not healthy anyways. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I think my big takeaway is if they rush a relationship and say that they think that you're their soulmate after two dates or just a handful of times hanging out, there's a problem. They want to rush getting married and they, they call all of their exes saying that they're crazy and that they were always a victim. They're love bombing you. So all, oh, yeah. all of those things just watch out for. And when in doubt, just leave. If, if something really feels off based on anything that we've covered in today's episode. Yeah. Or, or maybe one, one thing you can do too, is you can take the, like this, the feeling you have and tell your friends about it or imagine one of your friends was telling you about this situation. Right. What advice would you give them? And if, if the advice you're going to give them is, Oh, that sounds really weird or that's not, not healthy. Then maybe you should listen to your own advice. Yep. Yep. So have you, uh, have you ever been love bombed? We'd like to hear about it. You can uh, email us your stories at dating kind of sucks podcast at gmail.com. Oh, we were going to flip-flop back and forth on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can get this How one. many times has Sarah and I done this? And she Sometimes I, didn't, I, thought, I thought we were going to do... You could also just join our Facebook group and submit uh, stories or ask for advice or do whatever at facebook.com slash group slash DKS podcast. You can subscribe on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on iTunes and give us that five-star rating and review so we can actually be number one on iTunes. Who knew? <laughs> That's right. Without... without Sarah's dates Without and help, the help would be really of nice. someone famous. Yeah, that would that would be definitely very helpful. You can also follow us. Adam mentioned the group, but you can also follow us on Instagram at Dating Kind of Socks. We do a weekly Just the Tip Thursday. We've been keeping up with those, so I hope you guys are enjoying those as well. Yes, absolutely. And finally, if you do enjoy what you're listening to and you enjoy the if you're part of the community, we would love your support for as little as five dollars a month on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash DKS podcast. And it helps a lot because we have a lot uh, that we're trying to do um, from merch coming up to other things. And we've put some cool bonus content on there that's only only available to our patrons. So you can uh, join that, listen to that and support us at patreon.com slash DKS podcast. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. I mean, yeah, if you're listening to this, then it means Valentine's Day is over. So hopefully you survive Valentine's Day. Hopefully no Day. one got love bombed on Valentine's Day. Can yeah, I get an amen? Not. That's right. <laughs> hopefully I don't get love bombed on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know with your date. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Hopefully I sell my piece at noon night. Hey, uh, yeah. Know, we'll and uh, otherwise, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. And thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Whether you're Married or single or poly or ace Or hanging out with swingers back at your place Listen to us as we get no fuck On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks Trying and trying and having no luck Because we all know Dating kinda sucks Are two of a kind. He says stupid shit and she doesn't mind. They're not doing this show to make any bucks. Life as a chicken whose feathers they pluck. Why does it work? Well, here is the crux. They both know. Dating kind of sucks. Dating kind of sucks.